falls out of the window and dies. So, let's stick with this one. Matthew chapter 6, beginning with verse 25. It says, Therefore I tell you, this is Jesus speaking, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food, and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet their heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow. They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your Father knows that you need them. Verse 33, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I said last week that the Lord's been dealing with me since the beginning of the year, talking about that the body of Christ, we, the church, need to get ready. We need to get ready. Because there's a day coming, or there has been a day coming, and I believe it's here, when we have to be able to walk by faith. We need to be able to walk by the Spirit of God, being ready to, to live within that kingdom. Ready to, to do and, and say the things that He wants us to do and say. Not focusing on those things that, are, that steal time, steal energy, steal uh, life. But that we're supposed to be focused on the things that, that are the kingdom. Recently, I was in a debate, probably wasting my time, but I was in a debate with an individual about things, things, and uh, this person accused me of not seeking after the kingdom, and I was offended. I was offended because, by golly, I'm a pastor. Don't tell me I'm not seeking after the kingdom. And uh, it was interesting because she, she did it, you know, to take, a, to take a jab. And then I rebutted her brilliantly. 
putting her in her place. <laughs> See, I can say that because I, I, I got the floor, so I can say whatever I want. Right? That was my opinion. Let's put it that way. That was my opinion. But in that, she was wrong, by the way. She was wrong. And I'm not just saying that to make myself right, but... When, when you're involved in the kingdom, it affects every area of your life. It's supposed to affect every area of your life. It doesn't just affect the ones that seem spiritual. And that was her point. Her point was that I shouldn't be involved in this other arena of life, that I shouldn't have a say, I shouldn't, have to, I shouldn't be, I should be, a, I should be a part of the kingdom. You know, church. You know, spiritual stuff that... That's what you should be doing because you're a pastor. You, you, know, you should be you know, uh, worried about what the church is doing. And I disagreed. I said, absolutely not. We're all a part of this world. We're, we are dealing with the world around us, and we need to have a say from a spiritual perspective, from the kingdom perspective. We are to have a say as ambassadors. Remember this year, we, we've been focusing on the fact that we're ambassadors. We're to have a say from a biblical point of view in every area of life, wherever we go. The kingdom. Jesus did not uh, uh, separate out what is, you know, godly, spiritual kingdom and what is that earthly, nasty, terrible kingdom. That is a part of your life. You know, like, when you come to church every Sunday, then you're seeking after the kingdom. But when you go to work tomorrow morning, well, that's something else. Sorry, that's not truth. Truth is, wherever you go, whatever you do, wherever you put your hand, wherever your feet tread, is part of your kingdom. And it's part of what God has placed you on this earth to express his will, to, to, to share his point of view in this world is through the kingdoms that you touch, the kingdoms that you affect. But having said all of that, because I, I needed to say that mostly from a personal point of view, because that person had said that to me, and it's one of those nagging things in the back of my mind, what I'm getting ready to preach, what I'm about to preach, because, well, now you're finally seeking the kingdom. See, well, see, I was right to begin with. No, you weren't. You were wrong. So, there, we're good. <laughs> but it also is going to help you to realize that this ki kingdom is not just because it's church. Just because it's Bible. It's all kingdom. Everywhere you go, every person you meet, everything you put your hands to affects, your kingdom affects those things. But, having said that, the Lord has been dealing with me this whole year on getting the body ready, getting us into a frame of mind, getting us into a perspective that we're ready to do what he's calling us to do. We're here. We're here. It's today. Who said that? Was it Tom? Somebody said, it was not, it's not coming, it's not about to happen, it wasn't, it's today. We're here, it is happening. 
God is uh, unveiling His plan, even this moment, to us as the body to be ready and be prepared and to start taking those steps forward to be who He's called us to be. Now, some don't feel qualified. Some don't feel ready. That's okay. We're all going across. We're all going across the Jordan River, folks. We're all going. We're all going to get there. We're all, and if you don't feel qualified, you don't feel ready yet, that's all right. Grab onto somebody who will help you across. We are all going across. We're all going to accept this call. We're all going into the promised land. We're not going to stay on the other side and wallow in our fears, wallow in our, in our guilt, wallow in our, our pity. No, we're going into the kingdom. Yeah, I know there's giants. There's big honking giants. But we are well able. With the hand of God, we are well able to fulfill. But what happens is we get bogged down Worried about things that don't matter. That's what Jesus is talking about here. He says there is a kingdom out there that we are supposed to be a part of, that we're supposed to act in with power, with, with confidence, with authority. That's what they were amazed at Jesus about. The, the, the leaders of the day were absolutely amazed with Jesus because he spoke as one with authority. And when you start taking your place as an ambassador of Christ, when you start speaking your authority, acting upon your authority, things are going to change. Things are going to change. But he said, seek first the kingdom. So I've been, God's been dealing with me all this last year on this and just stirring and I can't get away from it. And then if, you know, I never asked if it was okay if I shared this, but Tom came to me last week before service. And he said, Pastor John, he says, the day you left for Hungary, he says, I was praying. And he said, the Lord showed him a vision. And he goes, to tell you the honest truth, it's kind of bothering me. Because of what I saw, it was, it's kind of bothering me. He says, but, he says, I don't know what it means, but I want to, sh I want to share it with you. I want you to hear, or, you know, hear what I saw. And I said, no problem, let's go. Let's go ahead and share it with me. He said that, he, and correct me if I'm wrong, Tom, but he says that he was, he was walking along and he saw, in this vision, he saw a, a church, a country church, white clabbered church with a, with a big steeple on front. Big church. You know, many times in a vision or a dream, what you see is a representation of something. It isn't an actual specific thing. But he said he saw this church and he went into the church, correct? He went into the church, and in the church he saw me, and I was there, and there was a bunch of other folks. He recognized other folks that, that he knew were in this church. And were we praying? We were praying. And as we began to pray, the ground started shaking. The ground started shaking. And shaking violently violently shaking. The, the whole earth around, the, the church, everything around was shaking. And then the disturbing thing started happening was that cracks started forming in the foundation, in the floor of the church. And those cracks, the more it shook, the, the bigger those cracks got. And as they started to open up, I yelled, grab whatever's, whatever is important. 
Grab whatever is good. Grab whatever is worth something. And people started grabbing things that were good, things that were worth something. Started grabbing those things and running out of the church. And as we ran out of the church, the church collapsed. That would be disturbing. Because what does that mean? Does that mean our church is going to collapse? Does it mean the church is going to collapse? Or, because as he's sharing this, it absolutely registered. I mean, it was a fulfillment of everything that I had been seeing from God, everything that I had been hearing from God. And it's this, that the church, at least in America, the church has actually been built on earthly principles. Has been operating on earthly principles, things that have been established on the earth. Rules and, and ideas and thoughts. And that there's going to be a shaking coming. It's already here. It's already started shaking. And as that shaking starts to happen, the church, the things that are built on, on human uh, institutions, human ideas, human ways of doing things, are going to start to crack apart. And that we're supposed to grab what is important. Grab what is good and get out. That the church was not meant to look pretty. The church was not, was not created to be comfortable. The church was created with a, with a distinct purpose in mind, and that was to establish the kingdom of God in this earth. To establish the kingdom of God in, a, in, a, in an enemy territory. With all of the dangers, with all of the, 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 the trials and, and, and pitfalls that goes with it. It's a place where stuff really happens. Real things. Real, uh, eternal things happen. And anything else has been a waste of time. It's time to grab what's important. Because the shaking is only going to get worse. And if we try to hold together the white clabbered, beautiful, everything, you know, the trappings of what people call the church, we'll be crushed inside of it. It's time. So what's important? That's why I read this verse. It has to be centered around Matthew chapter 6. Verse 33, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and then all these things will be given to you as well. The church, the, the universal church has been established on a whole bunch of things other than the kingdom of God. We've, we have obviously, because we're a part of it, have, have had opportunity to fall into that trap. It's time we get out of that trap. It's time, and I believe the, the words that came forth this morning saying that it's time to get out of the desert, it's time. Go over with me to 
Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10, beginning with verse 33. Because what does that look like? How do we know what, what operating in the kingdom looks like? Well, we have a very good example, Jesus. We have his life. We have the, you know, all the writings, all of the, the, the teachings. It's, it's what he did when he was on earth. And that's one of the thoughts I had, which made me make the earlier comment. There's only two church services recorded in, that I know of. I mean, I could be wrong. If, if there's another one, I, obviously there could be three or four. There's not like 15, 20, 30, 100. There's only a couple of church services recorded, but there's all kinds of other stuff that, it, that were kingdom business that were, that were recorded. And Acts chapter 10, beginning with verse 33, kind of puts this all into a synopsis. Paul is talking to Cornelius God had sent him out. God had sent him to a people that were, you know, hey, we're not supposed to associate with those folks. They're unclean. Peter, I want to send you to, to, a, to, a, to a, a Gentile. Peter goes, oh, no, Lord, you know I've never, I've never done anything unclean. And God says, don't call unclean what I call clean. So he sends them out and, and he goes to Cornelius' house and this is what he says to Cornelius, starting with verse 33. So I, sent, uh, so I sent for you immediately, this is Cornelius saying, and it was good for you to come. Now we are all here in the presence of God to listen to everything the Lord has commanded you to tell us. Verse 34. Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism but accepts man from every nation who fear him and do what is right. You know the message God sent to the people of Israel telling the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. You know what, what has happened throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. And how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil. Because God was with him. You know what Jesus did. He went around doing good. By the power of the Holy Spirit. He went around setting captives free. That's what Jesus did. Jesus went out and he started being the kingdom. He started out by saying, the kingdom is coming. Get ready, the kingdom is coming. Later in his ministry, the, the message changed slightly. It was still about the kingdom, but he said, get ready, the kingdom is near. The next change of his, of his message was, get ready because the kingdom is among you. And at the end of his ministry, he said, Get ready because the kingdom is within you. The kingdom is within you. We are the kingdom. He is the kingdom. His purpose is the kingdom. And our purpose, our, the important things, those things which are valuable, those things which we should grab a hold of and focus on is the kingdom. 
We've been talking this year about ambassadors, being ambassadors, being representatives to Christ. I told my wife this week, I said, I've been praying about next year. Lord, where are we headed with next year? What is the focus? Can you guess? It's the kingdom. It's the kingdom. That's what this is. We're going to be this next year, 2013. We're going to be focusing on being the kingdom. Preaching the kingdom. Living the kingdom. And as we were worshiping this morning, I was just praying about it. And I said, Lord, this is, you're right. This, this is about the kingdom. This is where we're heading. He goes, you know where 2014 is going? I've never gotten a word for two years ahead. You want to know what the word is for two years ahead? Show up in 2014 and I'll tell you. No, I won't. <laughs> it's being ambassadors. Being ambassadors of the kingdom. I said, Lord, but we've already done the ambassadors. He said, well, we could do it again, can't we? Because it's, this is what it's about. It's about being the kingdom, being ambassadors, going where God's telling us to go, being who God's calling us to be, and declaring his goodness, his purpose, his kingdom, his will on this earth. And as we do that, we're doing the important things. We're living the important things. And when we live the important things, all the stuff's going to be added to us. Whatever we need to do the kingdom, whatever we need, need to live in that kingdom, he says, well, of course I'll take care of you. Well, what about, the, what about the fiscal cliff? It doesn't say anywhere in there, and you know, you know where I'm headed with it. You know, it doesn't say in there, and my God shall supply all your needs unless, of course, you reach the fiscal cliff. Does that mean we're only going to focus on, okay, so we have to focus on the kingdom because we don't want to get outside of the kingdom, so that means, well, we can't be involved in the, the whole work thing, you know. I mean, really be, a, you know, a good boss, a good worker. No, that's part of the kingdom. Well, we can't be involved in our community because, you know, there are heathens out there. We'll go preach the word to them, but I'm not going to get involved in their lives. Hello, Jesus hung out with the prostitutes, the sinners, yada, yada. He hung out. That was the kingdom. He hung out with them. He was with them. Well, that doesn't mean we're going to get involved. You know, if, if God leads you to be involved in politics, no, because that's not the kingdom. Hello! If that's the way God leads you, then you do that. You be the kingdom in that area. Families, education. I mean, you, everything. The whole scope of reality needs the kingdom. And being the kingdom in that place. But we need to know what the kingdom is. And we need to know what the kingdom message is. And we need to have practice being the kingdom. Because many times, it's very, not very, not true, hardly at all, if, if at all, about this church, that we're so busy with everything else and then coming to church on Sunday morning that we don't, we don't have practice being the kingdom. Now, I know that's not true for here. People, are, people here are involved. People are involved. And I'm not saying just doing the work of church. I'm talking about being involved in all the areas of kingdom. Being kingdom citizens. Being ambassadors everywhere that we go. Whether it's the mission field, which we do. 
but it's also whether you go to college on, on Monday morning or whether you, you go, to, go to your job on Monday morning or whether you stay home and you take care of your family on Monday morning. Whatever that is, you be the kingdom there. But we need to define and then practice what the kingdom is. So, this morning, I'm going to be done ten minutes early for a number of different reasons. One is, I think I owe everybody about 15, 20 minutes over uh, the <laughs> other sermons that I've gone along on. So today, whoa, whoa, don't leave yet. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> whoa, we're out of here, 10 minutes early. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hallelujah. I think I owe you 10 minutes. But also, we're going to practice being the kingdom, okay? Those boxes are getting out of here. Not this week. I was wrong. Okay, I was wrong. But yeah, I was yeah, first time I've ever been wrong. Deb, I told I said last week I said the boxes will be out of here by Thanksgiving, which was my intent. It was my heart, but I get to staff meeting on Thursday on Monday morning last week and Pastor Greg goes, "You do realize that Thanksgiving is a week and a half away." It's like, "Really?" I was not. I was I didn't I thought we had a lot more time before Thanksgiving. They'll be gone the week after Thanksgiving. Uh, God's given us some wisdom on how to do this, and, and we're, we're moving on it strongly. This week, we need to label all the boxes. Those boxes, for anybody who doesn't know, those boxes are full of clothing, 15,300 pieces of, of used clothing that are going to be going to Belarus, actually going to Poland, but then sold in Belarus for a church that's, that's over there that we're a part of, Pastor Pavel and Irina. That is, uh, they need help. They, and and they have, they, they've expressed interest. They want to start a company within their church selling clothing in Belarus. And so as they do that, um, we're helping them get started. This is our seed towards their, their ministry. And as, uh, so we're sending that over. This week, everything needs to be labeled. And then we're also going to have it debugged. Uh, that guy's coming out to get, take care of that. Um, because we're sending it overseas, they want to make sure that it's uh, free of any uh, box elder bug. <laughs> Which we have an ample supply here. They can have some, really, it's okay. But that's going to get taken care of this week. So we're going to need some help, because all of those boxes, what we need to do this morning, is we need to have them spread out in the sanctuary so that when we weigh them, we don't have to pick them up, carry them, set them down, and then restack them. We're going to be sorting them, or having them laid out in the sanctuary here. And so here's what we need. We need all the chairs stacked up against that wall over there neatly and not breaking the wall. And then we need all of the boxes, starting with the very top one over there, box 189, starting right back there, and then number them right down rows. Yes? Yep. Excellent. Yep, so, if, so we can have somebody, if you want to send your, let your kids go out to the playground, well, I mean, it's going to take 20 minutes with this many people. Do it real quick, lay, set them out, stack the chairs. And then tomorrow, starting Monday, tomorrow morning, if you want to help label, weigh, all, and reinforce the boxes, be here tomorrow. Then, Wednesday, the guy comes to debug them. On Saturday afternoon at 1 o'clock, does that work for us? Saturday at 1 o'clock, next Saturday, all of those boxes need to be restacked out into the foyer because we're going to stack them in, in a, in, like they were going to be in the container. That way when the container comes the following week, 
They just, we just load them right into the container. But we're going to stack them out there. They'll be out of the sanctuary after next week. Uh, actually, we'll be... No, that's... Next Sunday, yeah, but they're, they're, we got it figured out. They'll be out there. We do have church next Sunday. So, Monday. Monday. If you want to help out with that, next Saturday, we need a bunch of people to come and move the boxes out into the foyer. Amen? We will send an email, and then we'd love for you to respond so that we know it's just more than my wife and I moving all of the boxes. Yeah, please, pretty please. What time Monday? We start tomorrow at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock? 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. All right. Stand, please. Thank you, Lord. Father, thank you for practical. Thank you for giving us wisdom on what to do, not only in the spirit realm, but also in the physical. Lord, I thank you that these boxes are a blessing to Belarus, to the church in Belarus. Thank you, Lord, that they are blessed and everything, that, everything involved with them is blessed. Lord, we thank you that as we do this, as we work in this moment, that it is part of the kingdom. It's not all of the kingdom, but it is a part. Thank you, Father, for all uh, that you're doing through this, all that we're learning through this in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray that you'll bless this week. Give us wisdom and understanding in everything that we live, everything that we say and do this week. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Go ahead and stack the chairs. Oh, offering. Thank you for, we must give. We must give. Hallelujah. Uh, ushers. Ushers, just if you be ready in the back back there by the, uh, by the doors. If you need off, oh man, this is really crazy. I've completely forgot.